everybody. Well, welcome back to another edition of Tig's Bits. And on this week, I have a very special guest. This is an this is a one-of-a-kind guest. This is going to be one of the most interesting shows that I've I've done for sure since since this whole deal started. I have a gentleman named Mr. Brandon Tritt who is joining us this week. And uh, I met Brandon at a tailgate at the LSU-Alabama game this past weekend. And my goodness, does this man have a story to tell. It is absolutely fantastic. So, Brandon, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for coming on Tig's Bits. Uh, This is going to be fun. Yeah, hey man, thanks for having me on. You know, I'm uh, I'm happy to be here. Happy to share my story. I uh, I'm a huge college football fan. Um, I'm a Florida State fan. I went to Florida State. My dad went to Florida State. But uh, I turned 30 early this year, and you know, I wanted to make it a special year. So I'm doing a little college football tour, seven games in seven weeks. <laughs> it's and uh, I'm on. I'm on week five right now, but I was just at LSU Alabama, and man, that was a that was a special experience right there. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so, man. So, uh, I mean, obviously, you and I, I you and I met there, and uh, yeah, I mean, this is that's one of those where, of course, as the week's gone on, I've seen people ranking their top LSU games of all time, and and all of that, and I think I told you even after the game. With without a doubt in my mind whatsoever, it, it was one of the top five or ten best games that has ever happened in Tiger Stadium. And uh, the more that I've kind of thought about it, I mean, it's it's in the top five that I've seen easily. It could be as high as number two or number three. Things have to play out. We we have to see how high does this LSU team go and and all of that to really put the stamp on it but man alive that was that was a fantastic game you got to see you got to see one of the best ones that I think that you could see I, I know I, I feel very lucky to have been there uh did you see uh Kirk Herbstreet and Chris Fowler talking after the game they, I did they posted yeah just seeing that you know um because you know they have a different viewpoint and right they're up there but just seeing them talk about it you know you just feel lucky that you were there. And oh, with a, that. no doubt. I mean, there's there are a handful of football games that that ever. You know, there's maybe one a year, if that, that is just that amazing. Comes down to the last play and all of that, and of course, extremely, extremely gutsy, gutsy call by Brian Kelly to to go for the win. Uh, just to see a game come down like that to the last play. And in that place, as magical as it as it can be, and as loud as it can be, and the stakes being as high as they were, it uh, I mean, no, that is college football heaven right there, my friend. Yeah, definitely. I, I was on the field after the game, uh, and I had players. I sent you a video, but I had players walking right by me. It was you sent me that. That's absolutely incredible, and uh, and y'all check out the social media pages, Tigs. Tig's bits, TikTok. I'll I will have this on there, and I'm I'll have one of those little little clips and put it on YouTube as well. But let me just back up and and tell everybody what we're going to talk about on this show. This man 
has not only not only was it he at the LSU Alabama game, he has been to multiple other cathedrals of college football, prime matchups, and everything else. I mean, he can come on this show and give us a flat out good and straight opinion about several places and places that I haven't been. So let's start there. We can come back to that LSU Alabama game because if we if we don't stop talking about it. I won't stop talking about it because it's it's too it's too freaking awesome for us down here and too too much fun. But where all have you gone on this college football journey? And let me back up one step before you answer that. What started this football journey to to go and and see all of these these awesome venues across America? I turned thirty earlier this year and. Uh... You know, I'm, I've been on a mission to make it my best year ever. I've been doing a lot of traveling and, uh, I, I just, I love college football, man. I, as a kid, I grew up watching college football. I'm, I'm a very passionate fan myself. And, you know, I've always wanted to get out and see other places. So I was like, why not, why not do this? This is my year. Right. So I, I decided to make it happen. And, uh, I started it at the big house. Um, they had a game versus Penn State. It was a top 10 matchup. It, it was a little overshadowed by the Alabama Tennessee game, but it was still a really big game. Oh, yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. It, and uh, that's the biggest stadium in North America. But does it feel as big? I mean, I know it's the big house. Uh, does it feel as big as, say, like a Tiger Stadium? No, no. It, it's so th- it was a noon kickoff because you know how Fox has their, uh, their big noon thing. Right, they put right. these big games at noon. I, I'd love to see a night game there, but yeah, no. Of joke. course, it wasn't as loud as Tiger Stadium, but it, it was still a good atmosphere. And I have a funny little story about that game. I I woke up uh, Saturday morning and I was looking for my tickets. I realized that StubHub never actually sent me my ticket that I ordered, you know, weeks ago. So I had to call them, get them on the phone. They told me the seller never actually uh, sent me the tickets. So they ended up letting me pick whatever ticket I wanted. And I ended up with tickets on the 50. <laughs> well, that's not and, bad. And, and it was really, yeah, it was really cool because, you know, Michigan has the tradition where they run out and they touch this big banner that says go blue. And mm-hmm. they, they played, they played the fight song, one of the best fight songs in the country. Oh and yeah. I, agree I had a perfect view of that. Cool. Yeah. It was, it was a good time there. I mean, it, it was, I would have loved for it to, to have been a better game. Right. But it was but, it ended up being a blowout. How how's the tailgating? I mean, again, I know it's a noon game, but I in the South, obviously, as you know, uh, we prefer night games and it's an all day of uh, event. But up there, yeah. that especially as the as it gets into this time of year later on, they I'm sure they'd rather play in the daytimes. It's too daggum cold at night. <laughs> but how was the how was the tailgating up there? It was good. It was good. I I, I think I got lucky. I found uh, a really good tailgate. Um, they had you know one of the best spots right in front of the stadium. They call they called it Hailgate, uh, <laughs> which is kind of yeah. You know their song is Hail to the Victors. Right, right. And it, it's a huge tailgate, and they play a flip cup. You know every thirty minutes <laughs> where they put these tables together, and there's like fifty people playing. And you know one of the guys that ran a tailgate, he took me, and he's like, "Hey, you're with me." So, you know, I had a good time. They they took care of me. They yeah, they were having a good time, man. It was it was fun. That's awesome. 
I tell you, man, uh, the the week, well, two weeks before you came to Baton Rouge, LSU played Ole Miss, and they had the 2007 national champion team there. They come every year. They always tailgate for one game, and uh, and this year it, it was Ole Miss. I played a little flip cup with those guys. That's the first time I'd ever played it. <laughs> it, it can uh, – they get kind of intense. It was fun, especially oh, yeah. playing yeah. with those guys. Those boys were ready to rock and roll. <laughs> oh, I bet, I bet. Yeah. So I was actually watching the, the LSU Ole Miss game. I was at Penn State and I was uh, tailgating for their wideout game. That was my week two destination. <laughs> so what I do um, before I go to all these games is I join a Facebook group, a fan group, and then okay. I'll make a post in there. And then usually I get invited to a few tailgates that way because you know i'm doing all this by myself so right it's much easier if i can you know kind of know where i'm going before sure yeah and you and and have a little setup so is that is that how you found our uh our tailgate cajun tiger tailgating was was via our facebook page is that how you how you landed there well i, I posted in a lsu um fan page one of the fan pages on facebook that had a lot of members and okay. a lot of people were saying all right you need to go to Cajun Tiger, Cajun Tiger, Cajun Tiger. Yeah. And then a couple of people reached out to me via uh, message. And, you know, they're really nice people. They just want to show me a good time. Right. That's awesome, man. And, yeah, yeah, it is awesome. I, and I really appreciate it. Well, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> that's what we do. That is what we do down here. I mean, that's as as you were able to see. I mean, that's that's almost as important as the game. Is is the tailgate, yeah. <laughs> and, and I mean it. Really, it's it's very important, especially to uh, especially to our crew. It's we're we're one of a kind. I'll just say that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely are. <laughs> yeah, in, in the best way. Uh, I mean, that's for sure. For sure, we have yeah. fun. We keep it. We try to keep it between the the lines as best we can. But uh, yeah. so Penn State. For the whiteout game, and they they play Minnesota. So yeah, there was a yes, there was a big uh, big dilemma among Penn State fans this year because they they like to have their whiteout game at night, right? But again, we go we go back to the Fox Big Noon thing, and uh, Fox Big Noon had selected the Ohio State game far in advance to be a new kickoff, and then Penn State kind of had to decide, you know, all right, do we want to do this new kickoff our white game, or do, do we want to make you know, another game, our whiteout game, where we can have it at night. So they decided to do it against Minnesota, which, you know, they, they were looking pretty good at the time. They only had two yeah. losses. But um, I'll tell you what, man, the, those fans at Penn State, they're some of the best fans I've met. That place was rocking. The, that's one of the best entrances I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. I, li- I like their entrance. And and it's so cool when it's all white, too. I it And it does look better at night on TV, but, man, it looks good in the daytime, too. There's just something about that white and that navy. It just it pops. Yeah, and they they play that uh you know come coming in the air tonight before the yes. guys uh, come out, and then they start the uh, the zombie nation chant, and then everybody starts going, "We are Penn State," and it just it's it gets crazy, and then they run out, and there's fireworks everywhere, and it was awesome. Just college football at its absolute finest. I've never been to a game there. Um, of course, I haven't. LSU played Penn State a handful of years ago in a in a bowl game. They lost a close. We played them a couple times, um, but it's on my bucket list. I really I want to go. I want to go to Happy Valley. I want to see that. And I've and I've always heard 
that their fans are as good and as nice and as hospitable as anybody you'd ever meet. So that's good to, good to hear. Oh yeah. Well, they have this thing, uh, it's called happy Valley hospitality and it, it's a real thing. And they even have this thing on, they, you know, they put it all over the place. They, um, in the stadium, they remind fans to be gracious hosts. It, it's pretty cool to see. Um, <laughs> you didn't get that in tiger. You didn't get that in tiger <laughs> stadium the other night. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't see that. We're very friendly hosts, generally not to oh, Alabama yeah. or anybody else in the SEC, but everybody else, come on. You're more than welcome. We'll even be nice to you in the stadium. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I definitely understand that. The, the thing about Penn State, though, is it, it's very hard to get to. It's uh, in the middle of nowhere. I, um, I spent a few nights in Pittsburgh that week because I'd never been there before, and I've always liked the skyline. Then I had to rent a car and drive two and a half, three hours over to Penn State. Oh, geez! But it it was uh, it, it was beautiful there. The foliage was popping. Um, Penn State's a huge ag school too, so it was interesting. We were tailgating around tractors and, and grain mills. And, <laughs> it's a, the Auburn of the North. Yeah, I, I think so. That that's probably pretty accurate. There's just yeah. wide open fields everywhere for tailgating, and and the. And it, that's the second biggest stadium in North America behind the big house. Okay. Well, it looks huge on TV, yeah. of course. They both, they both do monster, monster stadiums. Now, Michigan's is kind of built into the ground, isn't it? In a, in a yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the sound uh, doesn't, it kind of goes straight up. And that's kind of weird, but I guess, you know, they had their had their reasons. I think at one point in time, I watched a documentary or something that kind of explained why it was built that way. I don't remember now. I've, I've slept since then. Yeah. Michigan likes to play the uh, seven nation army song right. um, before kickoffs. And that's pretty cool. Cause everybody gets going and it get it gets loud in there. It, make, make no mistake about it. It's not quiet at all. It's just oh, not, no, as loud no. as some, right. not as loud as some of these other places. But I'd love to go back there for a night game. Oh yeah, dude, absolutely. I'd love to go there for a night game. It's they're very rare, and uh, but we, yeah, it, yeah, it's one. It's one that that stadium looks incredible at night too. You know, it's just I'll, it, I just prefer night games naturally. Being an LSU fan, that's been built into our DNA. But oh, yeah. I mean, ultimately, I think it makes everything look just—it just looks so much better under the under the lights. Oh yeah, definitely, man. So that so that was your that was your week two journey. Yeah, yeah, that was week two. Where do we go on week three? <laughs> so week three, I was in Maryland Stadium to okay. see the undefeated balls play Kentucky. Kentucky was, I think, number 23, 22 at the time. So you know, it, it was a big game for them. Yeah, they had Georgia. They had Georgia coming up, and this was important not to overlook this game. But it was—I I felt kind of lucky to be there, just to because it's been a long time since Tennessee has had a season like this. And you know, I could tell from meeting all these fans, they were excited. And you know, j- just being in that stadium for the pregame, it was—it uh, was pretty cool. They—it was ho- Halloween weekend. They had this spooky Rocky top that they played, and everybody just went oh, crazy before the that's game. That's awesome. I saw some of that. I saw it. On, I saw that on YouTube. And then, of course, they put those lights in and the the spotlights whenever they turn the oh, lights yeah. off and the T. Now, I mean, they've yes. they they've upgraded everything <laughs> in Knoxville. <laughs> it it looks incredible on TV. So they ran out. 
I was in the one of the end zones, the opposite of the T where they run out of, and it looked really cool when I was there. But when I saw the video uh, on Twitter of them running in the T, I was like, wow, I can't believe I was there. It just looked so cool on TV. Right. And I think that's kind of one of those things that it looks cool in the stadium, but it looks even cooler on TV. There's shots yeah. that you you get in Tiger Stadium that can only you can only get from a helicopter and and different angles that we would never be privy to that are just absolutely incredible. Um, man, Knoxville's always I lo- I love I love going to Tennessee. So whenever my wife and I got married, and we got married like like you should do if you're gonna get number one if you're gonna get married in the fall in the South then you daggum better do it on an off week, period. Oh, yeah. yeah you, you're not, you ain't getting me at your wedding. And this has been, this is, this has been a point of contention in the past. I'm sorry, but everybody listening, don't invite me to your wedding in the fall unless LSU's off. Otherwise, <laughs> I ain't going to be there. But, <laughs> but when, uh, whenever my wife and I got married, nine 11, had just happened. We got married in 2001 and, uh, we went on our honeymoon. We went to Gatlinburg, Tennessee and just co- coincidentally LSU played Tennessee in Knoxville <laughs> wow. the very next week. I mean, what a, so our first trip, we went to uh, went to Neyland Stadium and, and went to watch LSU play Tennessee. Wild, it was a good ball game. Tennessee won. I don't remember the final score. They pulled away at the end, but it was a good ball game. What was so interesting is that was back right after 9-11, and I still remember... I can't remember his name right now, but he was he was a, a famous actor on on Law Law and Order on TV, and he was a, a senator, I think, and uh, from Tennessee. Well, he came out and gave just one of the most amazing speeches that I've ever heard before before the game. You know, that was back when everybody had an American flag and the USA chants were going around. We didn't know who had hit the World Trade Center, and you know yet we yeah. we weren't at war yet um it was it was still very very fresh on everybody's mind including mine i hadn't been in a football stadium since all of that had happened and then my very first trip <laughs> the first stadium back was was in knoxville but man we just had so much fun with those folks and and just partied had a great time so on cumberland few years later went we went back i've been i've been there twice and i'll be back again without without a doubt i can't wait to go back to that place yeah i'd love to go back too one of the cool things about tennessee is you know they have the river that runs right yes, next to the stadium and they have the ball navy they call it right i wanted to go you know experience the ball navy so i just yeah. I, I had a i had a 12 pack of beer i didn't know anybody i was just walking along the docks and i saw this boat I had a lot of people on it. I just hopped on the boat and I started talking to people. <laughs> That's freaking awesome, dude. Yeah, and I, I had a good time. That everybody that I talked to was so friendly. And, and, and keep in mind, you know, I'm wearing my FSU hat to all sure. these games to show, you know, show respect to the home team. I always wear a top of the home team. And, you know, I'm going to do something special with all the stuff that I'm wearing one day. Yeah. In my man cave. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That'll be that'll be incredible. And I would expect nothing less. I mean, that's what I would do it the same way. I kind of I thought about this because I'm like, man, 
I really want to go do what Brandon's doing one of these days and just go to some of these legendary places that I that I haven't been. I've been to a lot of places, mainly in the SEC, but I really would love to to make this tour as well. And uh, I just I was thinking, how would I do that? Because you know, I would be there as a neutral fan. I really wouldn't care either way. Yeah. I would have to represent LSU. Period. And I like the way you do it. You wear your you you wear your uh, your Seminoles hat, and nothing wrong with that. You had your LSU gear on the other day too, which was awesome. Uh, so that's the only way to do it. And and still didn't get too much flack. We we are overlooking the fact that y'all beat us to begin the season. We're just gonna move past that. And yeah, <laughs> but you do have the bra- you've got the bragging rights, my man. Hey, but I, I wasn't I wasn't there to bring that up or anything. You know, I just I was just trying to have a good time and experience an LSU game day. I will say when I was on the field after the game, uh, this kid walked by me and he was talking trash to me. And then he threw my he he, he took my hat and he threw it across the field. <laughs> but uh, somebody ended up throwing it right back to me. So, you know, well, no good. harm, no foul. Yeah, yeah, what an idiot. It's all in good fun, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was a whole out-of-body experience for me personally that night. I couldn't tell you what happened in the last, like, five, ten minutes of that ball game and 15 minutes after. It's all just yeah. a blur. I felt like I was floating. But any, <laughs> anyhow, <laughs> things happen. Things happen. There were some Alabama <laughs> yeah. people on the field afterwards, too, which that's crazy. I've seen some TikToks of People are like, well, we don't ever get we we won't ever get to storm the field in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, okay, <laughs> we'll we'll see about yeah, we'll, that. We'll see about we'll see about that. Yeah, exactly. Where was uh, where was week four in the journey? Well, week four was at Tiger Stadium for. I couldn't remember if there was when we talked if there was one before or after Tennessee or or not. So yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. No, and, and 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 like I mentioned, the per, the first three games were all blowouts. So you know to to get. To be there for that game, it, it totally made up for it. I mean, yeah, that's one that I will never forget. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no matter who you're a fan of, I don't. It doesn't matter if you were at that ball game. There's no way in hell you will ever ever forget it. There's yeah. just no way. It was too good of a game and too good of a crowd to to forget that. Yeah, one one of the cool things uh, that I'll never forget is that when I arrived uh, to Cajun Tiger, as soon as I arrived, like you know, I. I had just walked up. I had two, three LSU fans come up to greet me. You know, they'd seen my Facebook post, and okay, they were just yeah, they were just so nice. They were you know getting me drinks. They offered me food, and I Perfect. you know I haven't experienced that anywhere else. Well, good. So, you know, I really I really appreciated that, and that just goes to show how how great you guys are as fans. Well, we appreciate that. I mean, that's why I we are that way. <laughs> that's just the way we are. Yeah. Now, look, we'll we'll invite anybody. We're happy. We'll we'll feed you. We'll give you drinks. We'll have fun. We're all good. But once we get in that stadium, it's game on, baby. <laughs> we don't like oh, yeah. you anymore. <laughs> yeah. and, and then afterwards, we're cool again. For instance, this year with the Tennessee game, LSU got got smoked in the end in that one, but just, you know, a day of, it just didn't go, didn't go right at any point in time for them on that day, but that's all right. The crowd was in, the crowd was incredible. And the tailgates, one of the funnest tailgates that I've, I've ever been a part of ever. We had so many people, we partnered with a, a buddy of mine has a group 
And because that kickoff was at 11 a.m., they decided to kind of merge tailgates with us at the Cajun Tiger tailgate. But the catch <laughs> was that they were bringing a lot of Vols. We're like, all right, okay. well, okay, now that's different. We're, yeah, okay. <laughs> Dude, it was half and half, but it was several of several of the uh, players' parents tailgated with us, which they were all just super nice. It, one of the best times ever. It was fun before the game, but the tailgate, you know, it was 11 a.m. kickoff, not too long. But we cranked that sucker up after the game. We didn't care that we lost. We fried... I think 50 or 60 pounds of shrimp after the game. We cooked wow. all kinds of stuff. The tailgate, the party just kept on going. We pretended like nothing ever happened. Tennessee was having a blast. It was seriously, it was it was incredible. And another one-of-a-kind experience that I've had at Tiger Stadium this year that I never would have thought that would have happened. That doesn't happen with any other team. And I think it's really just because of, well, number one, LSU doesn't play play Tennessee that often, and we we don't have a problem with them. We like we we want them to beat Georgia and Florida, so yeah. <laughs> not not a lot of issues with Tennessee. Rarely play them, but their fans are a lot of fun, and it's fun to see them winning again and being relevant and being in the middle of the discussions and all. Uh, got a feeling they're going to get hung out to dry here at the end, but yeah. That's all right. That's all right. They still they've had a they've had a heck of a season, and if it behooves LSU, then <laughs> screw them. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. But yeah, you, I'm sure you you know. But a lot of people like to you know make fun of Tennessee fans um, over the years. Right. But, um, I thought they were awesome. They have a huge passionate fan base, and you know, I, I'm I'm I said this after I went to the game, but I'm happy that. I'm happy for them because, you know, they deserve a season like this. It's been a long time. I've always loved Rocky Top, too. And I know it's a kind of a, a love or hate thing, but it's always been one of my favorite fight songs. Yeah, I've never had a problem with it either. It, it doesn't bother me at all. Uh, my favorite my favorite thing, though, that has happened uh, with, with Tennessee throughout this whole season was whenever they, they beat Alabama and they played Dixieland Delight in the oh, stadium. Yeah. And that, that, that was that, awesome. It was awesome because that is I I love that song so much that I named a dog Dixie Land Delight <laughs> the seventeenth. That she was I wow. guess the seventeenth dachshund in the world to be registered that, which is funny. <laughs> but this was years ago, back in uh, back in two thousand and one is when we got her. She she passed several years ago, but that song is why I named her, and I've always loved it. And then Alabama started singing it and using it. And I'm like, come on, man. You can't yeah. ruin this song for me. Tennessee's taking it back. And you best believe when I got home the other night from that LSU-Alabama game, that was the one and the only song that I cranked in my house loud <laughs> was Dixieland Delight. <laughs> I, I, I love that song, too. And it's kind of funny how you know Alabama has uh, you know, made it a tradition of theirs because – if you if you look at the song, it's a song about truact sex in Tennessee. Correct. It's about <laughs> Tennessee. Has nothing yeah, exactly. to do with Alabama, except for the band Alabama. Rest in peace, Jeff Cook. He passed away this week. You know, besides the the name, it has nothing to do with the state of Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> so I love it. What's next? 
what is upcoming on this tour? So I'm, I'm flying to Austin on Friday for the Texas TCU game. <laughs> wow. You know, I had already selected this game like a few weeks ago. I just, they caught my eye. I'm like, hey, I think that's going to be a big game. And then, you know, now game day is going to be there. So I didn't realize um, Texas Stadium was so big, but it, it holds over 100K. It's one of the, the six or seven biggest stadiums in the country. Yeah, it's pretty big. I've never been in it. Uh, I've been by it. I've been to Austin several times. I've passed it on the, the interstate. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a big old, it's a big old stadium. It'll be, it's going to be a lot of fun when Texas comes to the SEC oh, yeah. here in a couple of years. So we don't know how that'll all work out, who'll be paired with who, but you got to think they're, they're going to want to match LSU and Texas up every year. You would think that's yeah, that'd be a, those are going to be some awesome environments, Texas, LSU. Oh yeah. And I can't even imagine, but, but yeah, I'm excited. You know, I, I've gotten invited to a few tailgates already and I'm excited to experience a Texas game day. I, I love their fight song too. They have a classic fight song. They do. They have a lot of, tra- a lot of tra- tradition there. It's kind of funny because, you know, TCU is number four in the country right now. Right. Texas is number 18, but Texas is favored by six, six and a half. I know. I know. I saw that today and I'm like, whoa, okay. Well, that's. They do have more talent than TCU, but. And it is at home. Yeah. Which, so... which would give you, give you six. So, I mean, I guess basically they're calling it a pick em. And that's, that's kind of the way I'd see it too. I mean, that is a pick em. I think te- Texas if Tex- Texas needs to win this game, of course TCU yeah, needs to win it to to remain in the in the college football playoff. But huge game for Texas, huge huge game. Taking Alabama, you know, to the to the end, they should have won that game. Honestly, oh yeah. And um, I, I kind of think I th- kind of think you're going to see Texas win this weekend. Yeah, but we'll we'll see. I'm just excited that uh, you know it's another primetime night game. I feel like I'm gonna. Be able to see, you know, Texas at its best. Yes, you know, that that's that's my goal for all these games. You know, I want to see, you know, these atmospheres at its best. For sure, absolutely. I mean, that's the only only way to do it. But of course, it's tough to do because you you've got to plan stuff like this out a little bit a little bit closer than two yeah. weeks, which is when you get the TV schedule. So you <laughs> some of these are going to be a crapshoot, you know. But that, I'm yeah. glad that's a prime. I didn't know what time the game was. Good, it's prime time. <laughs> Hold on to your horses, baby. Yeah, game day is going to be there, and and I've never been to Austin either, so I'm okay. I'm to- You're going to have a blast. Yeah, Plenty of places that time. you you need to go. Have some brisket. Uh, <laughs> go to. <laughs> Go, go. To, I mean, there's a just a ton of places yeah. that you can go, but go to Franklin's. If you go to Franklin's, get there early, very early. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, I know people. Uh, they they camp out for that. So. Oh yeah, for sure. But you're not gonna have a whole lot better than you had at our tailgate. I'm just saying. Yeah. No. No. I. 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 I love Cajun food. Uh, so you know that was just awesome. The, the yeah. jambalaya. The, the boudin. That was my first time trying that. Okay. All right, good. Well, and, uh, it, it, you were indoctrined very well. It sounds like this past weekend. It was funny because they were bringing me the boudin, and they they wanted to see how I was going to eat it. And uh, my first <laughs> my first bite, I uh, you know I just ate the the intestine and all. But then the guy showed me how how they suck it out, so I started doing that. <laughs> <laughs> There's 
It's so good, though, isn't it? Yeah, it, it was delicious. Delicious, yeah. I mean, it's unlike anything you've ever had, if you've never had yeah. it before. And then you're like, whoa, I need more of this. Yeah, no, it, it was awesome. It, it, it had some nice spice mm. to it. It was really good. I can make some. I've made some, but I haven't perfected it. Not even close to the way that some of these places are so that so many little stores across Louisiana. In fact, I'm going to at some point do a, a podcast about Boudin. I mean, it's its <laughs> own topic and it will get people pissed. I mean, people it's fighting words to some people with, with where they think the best Boudin is. It's like, look, man, it's all good. All this yeah. stuff's good, but, <laughs> but I mean, they will go to war over Boudin. It's unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> that's, so that's funny. That, it'll be a fun podcast to do. I mean, Lord forbid I have to go and try Boudin at all all of these places. <laughs> but, you know, somebody's got to do the research. Yeah, man. Sounds like a good time to me. Yeah. For week six, I'm going out to Oregon. And uh, that's going to be a big one for me because, you know, I, I live in South Florida. And getting to Eugene, Oregon, it's not it's not easy. Not at all. That's the other end of the, the spectrum. It's the, the, the polar opposite side of, of America from where you're at. I got to take two flights and a train just to get to Eugene. What? <laughs> really? Yeah. That's yeah, exactly. crazy. Just getting there will be a journey, but I think it'll be worth it because, you know, Oregon, you know, you see all these lists of the loudest stadiums in the country and Oregon's always on there and yeah. they only have, you know, 60,000 fans. And that's pretty impressive because a lot of these SEC stands are over a hundred K. So I'm, I'm excited to, you know, get there and compare compare that to all these big stadiums that I've just went to that that'll and, be fun. And I mean, Hey, they, if Bo Nix is lighting it up, good candidate uh, possible, you know, to win the Heisman. So you're, you're going to another game, another marquee game to see another stud player too. On top of all of that, man, I hope they uh, take care of business. Uh, Cause they're playing a ranked Washington team this weekend. So I, I just hope they take care of business this Saturday. And I hope, Whoever Utah is playing, they take care of business too, because that would be a big, big time game oh, yeah. in the Pac-12. <laughs> and, then, and then you got uh, USC and UCLA playing the same day. That could be a top ten matchup, right? Yeah, for yeah, sure. It definitely day, could be big day for the Pac-12. Yeah, they always seem to just kind of fly. The Pac-12 as a whole seems to kind of fly under the radar until mid-November, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, y'all don't forget about these teams. Here's our three or four best, and then and that's that weekend. That's incredible. We're gonna have to catch back up at the end of the season after after all the dust settles and get these final reports from uh from your la from your last three places. <laughs> we're, oh yeah, yeah. We're really this is kind of like a halfway <laughs> through the deal kind of kind of thing, and the first four are out of out of control. Amazing that you've been on, and, and these next two aren't bad so what in the hell could be number seven well number seven is uh i'm gonna call it the grand finale it's ohio state versus michigan (laughs) (laughs) should be a top five matchup my lord i've heard a lot of bad things about ohio state fans so i just i want to get there and i want to see the hate i want to see the rivalry i just i want to see i want to see a good game in the horseshoe yeah well i think you i think you'll get it i expect to see some nastiness <laughs> I I don't I don't think the LSU Alabama outside fan talk, I don't I mean it's always pretty cordial honestly it's there's not a lot of 
riff raff yeah. going on, ripping each other and stuff, a little just friendly stuff. I don't think that's the case at that one. I don't know. I've never been, so I look forward to hearing about it. But hey, there's no way those they hate each other, and hate is not a strong enough word. I don't think yeah. for how they really feel. <laughs> that's gonna be fun, dude. Oh yeah, definitely. Wow. Well, I, the last four weeks, you know, I haven't seen any fights or anything like that, and that's good. I don't know. That's great. Um, FSU. We just played Miami and. All the FSU Miami games I've been to, there's there's fights everywhere, man. It, well, there's a common I, there's a common ingredient with that one because I've been to some LSU versus Miami games. Always interesting how some fights break out when they play. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I don't think it has anything to do with us or Florida State. I kind of think this is a Miami problem. No, I think Miami might have the worst fans in college football, and I'm. You know, I'm still making my rounds, so I'll be able to, you know, come to a conclusion eventually. But as of right now, they're the worst fans to me. <laughs> well, I think we we can agree. We can agree on that. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're terrible, man. It's just it's crazy. So when I was in Tiger Stadium versus um, for, for the game, obviously I, I couldn't watch the FSU Miami game. That's probably the first time I missed it since I was a kid. And wow. when I was checking my phone, I was checking the score, and man, I was happy when I was checking the score. So I got this really good picture in Tiger Stadium. These two guys next to me, we ended up being friends, LSU fans. And, yeah, you know, I was in the middle. I was putting the U down, and both of them were right <laughs> next to me. They were throwing the L's up. Yes, sir. So it ended up being a great picture. You can see my FSU hat. Yes. Yeah, you sent me that. I love that picture, and I'm going to – I'm going to put it on on one of whatever video I make of this that that picture is going on there because it's too incredible. So I'm glad you mentioned it. Yeah, it's uh just fun. Tiger Stadium's fun. College football's fun. I can only imagine though what you're going to see. I'm jealous. If there there's only a handful of games that I would that I would circle as bucket list games. <laughs> Freaking Ohio State and Michigan absolutely would be at the top of that freaking list. I mean, the yeah. tip top of that list. I've never been to an Alabama Auburn game when they're both that, highly. That's on my list too. That would yeah. be on the list of of highly ranked. You know, I would want I would want Auburn to be a little. I wouldn't want to go this year. This would not be the year I would want to go see. Yeah, though this. Yeah, you got to wait. But you throw it out with those two. I mean, there's been years where there, Auburn had no chance to beat Alabama, and they did. So you know. Yeah. You never you never yeah. know yeah. with a rivalry yeah. game. Can you imagine being at that kick six game? Man, that's- oh Lord, no! I, I mean, I know how crazy I went in Baton Rouge, um, and everybody I know that went nuts, and just—it's one of the most—that's one of the most incredible plays I've ever seen in the history of college football. If if it's not my number one of just the wildest play that I've ever seen happen, it's incredible. Yeah. That was insane. That was, that was basically for the national championship. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think that that's the only thing that uh, that yeah. could could rival kind of what happened the other night in Tiger Stadium. I mean, I I can put that up there. That was better because of what was on the line. Yeah. It was everything was on the line when that happened. You want to hear something funny? So uh, one of the LSU fans I met at the tailgate. He, uh, I'm, I'm still in touch with him. He's trying to get me to come to the SEC championship game. Okay, good. 
<laughs> we need so, you. So, I mean, yeah. You're I mean, part I, of this I, now. Uh, no, I was, when I was in Tiger Stadium, I was, I was getting loud, man. I was excited. Um, partly because FSU was beating the hell out of Miami, but also <laughs> because, you know, we were witnessing a, a, an instant classic in yeah, Tiger Stadium. Yeah, for sure. It was just, it, it was exciting to be there. And, you know, I was happy to be a part of it. But yeah, man, I, I might end up at the SEC championship game. We're, <laughs> well, we're in LSU colors. So. Please do. Uh, we we need you. And like I said, you're you're part of this now. So welcome aboard. Let's see how far we can go. <laughs> it's it's going to be a fun one. I'll be I'll be rooting for you guys. Georgia, I think they're obviously they're the new top dog in college yeah, football. So they are. They are until until somebody can prove that wrong. I mean, they they're they're definitely worthy. They're out recruiting everybody. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Kirby's Kirby's got it rolling right now. He does, he does. And they lost a lot of key players last year. I think they lost somewhere. I was listening. I think I heard they've lost like fourteen or fifteen starters from last year's yeah. national championship team. And they're still they've just very quietly kicked everybody's butt. Everybody looked around and went, oh, Missouri gave them fits, and Missouri should have won oh, that yeah. game. But, uh, you know, those things those things happen. They're not looking back after that. And then they just they look really good against Tennessee this past weekend. So they're, they're scary. I don't see anybody beating them. They're just them. getting better and better as the season goes on. Except LSU. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But let's get through Arkansas first and, uh, yeah. and Texas A&M and UAB one game at a time, but if LSU can handle business, we'll be a big underdog. Hey, seen crazier things happen, man. So I, yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if we've made it interesting. Yeah, well, Arkansas is a big game for you guys. I know that it's huge. It's huge, and I don't want to. I don't want to put that cart before the horse and just shoo us into Atlanta. But uh, it looks good. We're in the driver's seat. If we don't make it, it's our own fault. Yeah, you you control your own destiny. So that's, that's all you can ask for. That's all you could ask for. And we're way ahead of schedule from where I thought we would be this year. So there's oh, yeah. also and, that. I mean, way ahead. Yeah, and you, you guys have a lot of momentum on the recruiting trail too, which, yeah. you know, the, the lifeblood of any college football program is recruiting. I've heard several folks say, media guys around here uh, this week, that, that this – is going to be the least talented team. I'm not saying they're not talented or anything like that, but this, the pieces of this puzzle for Brian Kelly's team, this will probably looking into the future. When we look back, we'll say this was the least talented team that he had, but he probably got the most out of them. You know, hopefully, hopefully yeah. we don't say that, that, that this is the one team he got the most out of, but I mean, from where we started in that first game against Florida State, you know, not playing, those kids hadn't played together in a game. There was only 39 yeah. scholarship players. Florida State, a little more experienced and had played a game, which that helped. It did help. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I wish we could have I wish we could have that one back. <laughs> but but yeah. but we can't, and that's okay. That's okay. That's that's that is college football. It's how you respond and how you answer to those types of things. And and they started rolling after that. The hiccup against Tennessee, uh, you know, which that game just got out from under them. And then other than that, they played really well. So it's uh, it's fun to watch. We'll see see if they can keep it going. Another thing to keep an eye on is, uh, you know, I, I follow some college football guys. Um, 
some guys that I trust, they're saying that this offseason is about to be the craziest transfer portal we've ever seen. Oh, yeah. A ton of them are going to come out of Texas A&M. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was about to say, I was about to say, I think it all starts with Texas A&M. You know, it they does. just signed the number one number one class in the history of recruiting rankings. Yeah. <laughs> they had no business signing that class with no. you know, what they've done on the field. But yeah, it's going to be exciting because you're going to be able to go out there and you're going to get some pieces to upgrade your roster. And it's going to be fun to to watch and that and that's i think that's where college football is at now it's that parody you know that uh that that has happened because of the nil and the transfer portal has opened up so many other doors so many other opportunities for kids that now they don't have to sit out a year if they want to go somewhere or their situation isn't right where they were at um, i.e. Texas A&M. I mean, it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be ugly over there for those guys. But hey, oh, yeah. it can't yeah, happen definitely. to a finer group of folks, in my opinion. <laughs> hey, so. that's I, a, a game. There is on my list too. So I'd love oh, to yeah. see a big game. I've, you know, I, I've never been there. I know it gets loud. I know. It gets oh loud yeah, there. for sure. There's no doubt it gets loud. Uh, I've never been there. I'm considering if I can make it work to uh slip down there for the LSU the LSU Texas A&M game. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to make it work this year or not, but I am I will eventually go for sure. I did go this past um this past summer. My father-in-law lives in Temple, Texas. I went through College Station on the way to Temple and uh and and stopped. I had to I was like I've never seen the stadium. I've got to go look at this stadium. So I went on their campus, saw it. It's huge. It's a big old stadium for sure, just like just like all of them. Uh, but and it seats. I think it's bigger than Tiger Stadium now. I think it seats like a hundred and four or something like that, or a little over a hundred three or something like that. I think it's number three or four in biggest stadiums in college football. Yeah, where's LSU? Like number five or six now? Something, yeah, something like LSU that. is in. LSU is in the top eight, so so it's Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State. Now I'm not saying this in order now, but Tennessee, right, right, right. LSU, Alabama, Texas A&M, uh, and and Texas. Those are the top eight biggest stadiums, right there. I tell you, man. At one time, Tennessee, uh, it sat like a hundred and ten thousand. Back when Peyton Manning was playing, it would seat hundred and ten, hundred and eleven thousand, something like that. But man, when and, and it sat that whenever I went on it when we went on our honeymoon weekend and all, those seats were maybe eight inches wide, man. Like they had markings on the on the bleachers. Yeah. And, and seriously, the size of your hand. It was the size of your hand, how wide those wow. things were. It was a joke. <laughs> and it yeah. was a, it had to be a fire marshal's worst nightmare well I, i'll say i'll say this i i never felt more crammed in my life than when i was at penn state i mean they just they had us packed like sardines in there do they yeah it was man well, you have been on what a journey dude just <laughs> what a journey and what a journey what a journey to come like i said you're just at the halfway <laughs> point pretty much that lsu alabama game barely tipped you over the the halfway point of this incredible run yeah <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to. I, I will definitely be glued onto the all of these games that you're going to. Mainly just thinking about you and seeing what's up. I'm gonna be texting <laughs> you. Don't worry. Yeah. I will be. I will be texting you. I want pictures. 
I want video from these places too, because because it's incredible. I'd be happy to share everything I got, man. I you know my so I my goal is you know everywhere I go, I, I want to get some cool pictures. Like for example, I was at Tennessee, you know, last weekend. I saw these guys there wearing checkered overalls. I'm like, all right, I got to go hang out with these guys. Yeah. I get a picture with them. Got a cool picture with them. Cause you know, when you think of Tennessee, you think about the checkerboard and it's just another, another cool tradition makes college football great. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the, that's the, that's the beauty of college football. It's so much better than the NFL. It's the pageantry, the fans, the tailgating, just the emotion, the energy, the passion, the pride, all of that stuff, man. College football is the greatest thing on earth, period. It's my heaven, man. I love it. I live for it. Inject it into my veins. Exactly. And just thinking about this, you know, we, we were at the LSU Alabama game, but while that was happening, uh, Notre Dame was beating the heck out of Clemson, a top, top five Clemson. And, and Notre Dame also rushed the field. Oh, so did you they? Have LSU, yeah, you have LSU and Notre Dame. You know, two of the most iconic programs rushing the field in this in the same night. It, you know, it doesn't get much better than that. It doesn't happen in any other sport. It just it just doesn't, and it doesn't get as crazy and as bonkers, man. It's just it's the best. It's the best. Yeah. And you're on an absolute dream trip, and I. Uh, I'm so so thankful that that I met you at our tailgate and that you came by and that uh, that that you you were willing to come on here and uh, and tell us about it because as soon as they were telling me I was like oh man I've got to do a podcast <laughs> with this guy this is incredible yeah no th this has been a dream for me and you know I'm I'm fortunate to be able to do all of this and you know I'm, I'm happy to share my story with other people that love college football yeah. It's awesome, man. I, I can't even, it's hard to put into words because, you know, I, I grew up as a kid loving college football and just being able to see all these places where, you know, I used to play video games in. It's just a dream. <laughs> right. I know. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Like I've played, I've been here. I've played in a video game. I played in NCAA 14, <laughs> but I've never actually been here. It is cool. Exactly. Man. It is cool. Yeah. Well, awesome, man. Well, look, I appreciate you coming on the show. We'll we'll wrap it up here because we're gonna have us a follow up episode. We gotta we gotta know how this story ends. Is it ain't over? It ain't over. <laughs> yeah. So so that's awesome, man. Well, well, Brandon, I I appreciate you coming on so much. Thanks for coming on Tig's bits and uh and we'll follow up sometime. See how it all went in in Eugene and in Austin and oh man, I can't wait to hear how it goes down <laughs> at Ohio State yeah. at the Horseshoe. Yeah. So yeah, that's man, it's gonna be a big one. Absolutely, I, I appreciate you for having me on. You, I'm happy to come on here and you know tell my story and you know I look forward to keeping in touch with you and you know sharing more. Can't wait, man. Can't wait.